Namaskaram everyone. Welcome back to the podcast. Today we have a dear Sadhana Pada guest with us. Namaskaram Pallavi Akka. Namaskaram Anna. Namaskaram Akka and welcome to the podcast. Thank you for joining us today. Uh, you know, we get a lot of queries from people about Sadhana Pada and how do these people reach there? What do they do over there? So before we go into all that, could you tell us a bit about yourself? <laughs> yeah, sure. Um... I am basically um engineer by profession. Uh, to be very frank, uh, it was it was my dream since uh, you can say childhood that I wanted a guru in my life. Like oh. a life guru. <laughs> okay. <laughs> like what age aka? <laughs> um when I was a kid like I don't know like my mom she used to take me to one of my guru's place and it was like the volunteers operated the foundation but my guru had already taken samadhi so i never got to see her okay. so it was a connection kind of thing like even ever since i was a baby my mom had been taking me but then i kind of got very connected and uh, what you can say i i just couldn't stay without uh, whatever sadhana had been given there so initially it started when i was a kid like around uh, in my fourth standard or so i i remember that i had become very regular with the practices and uh, before that one granny used to be there who used to take all of us like we children of same age age group we used to be go with uh, we used to be going with her uh to the foundation and they there used to be some sadhana we used to do it together um uh, but then it happened like uh, in the books and all like the sadhana used to be like bhajans are there so in those bhajans it used to be there like um, i come from family which is kind of varkari in maharashtra it's called varkari sampradaya okay uh, which means that for us it is not like god is somewhere where we don't know it's like god has been there with us like there is something called as pandarpur it's a place in maharashtra and okay. there had been a god called vithal okay so the varkari sampradaya is like their god used to, used to dance with them used to talk with them and many things like you go on reading the stuff you will know that it used to be like Uh, they used to dance with their god <laughs> so in those books it used to be like um, there has been sant tukaram sant nyaneshwar and these people already had been there in maharashtra now also their samadhis are there uh, like in pune if you go uh, there is one thing is pandarpur the other place is alandi uh, uh, so my my mom her family like my uncle and all so it comes from a father that these all people are varkari sampradaya so they they usually go to the pandharpur for the visit it's like you go uh, twice a year to visit the god so it's a long story how the god came there and how these people started a sampradaya and these things happened like there is a nath panthi and then nyaneshwar mauli he asked for prasad and like he could give it to like now sadguru is giving it to many people like it used to be first it used to be like a guru gives to his uh, disciple and the disciple gives it to somebody it used to be one on one transaction 
most of the times what matters was like friends and family and the books and all or games and all but when i read those things it was like very minute and whatever life was happening it was like too much like whatever is happening i used to observe it a lot and try to figure it out and see what it is but then as i told you like uh, my guru said uh, you will pass in the exams i'll tell <laughs> you something like yeah. like i come from mumbai and you see in the cities if you see they stress it so much on the studies like okay. you go to school then you go for tuitions and then you come home and then again you do the homework and there is so much stuff everything is surrounded by studies <laughs> <laughs> in my case it used to be like hmm, whatever i did it used to be the center used to be basically i called him krishna okay my guru told me that whichever deity you want like we have something called as ishta daivata so my ishta daivata was krishna so whatever i did i i used to put it around him so it used to be like it was dedicated to him so it may be studies or whatever i did doesn't matter so this thing happened that whatever i studied I, in the school it used to be like i used to i used to stand first in my school almost all the standards i used to be like that even oh. the board exams i topped in the school <laughs> oh no <laughs> this is working <laughs> and to be very frank i'll tell you the way i studied it used to be like i will just read it once and then i i won't look at that just before the exam day i just go through it once and i'll just vomit it in the exams <laughs> that's what i would call it but then that was what like uh, this is something understandable the other experiences i don't know how to share with like it's not it i don't know if uh, anybody will understand and it might flare up the imagination whoever is listening to this <laughs> but please please flare up our imagination <laughs> oh allah <laughs> no, I, i don't think it is necessary okay okay, okay. what is what is necessary okay. um, to tell you one of the experiences i'll just say this like it's not like uh, if you are doing bhajan or if you are doing some sadhana it's like the deity is present there i'll tell you like whatever i asked for it used to be like it used it used to just happen and my my things whatever i felt like it was not like i was materialistic or something whatever i asked for it was like just little little things like i want to do this and this should happen like this things were like that but then i'll tell you during my 10th standard it happened that i was never interested in studies but my mom and dad they used to take so much efforts they used to tell me so nicely beta you pass okay you pass <laughs> <laughs> so i used to feel very what you say my guru told me that uh, see the vithal which came na the god which i was telling you about varkari sampraday so he came for a devotee whose name was pundalik mm-hmm. and pundalik he came when pundalik did seva of his mom and dad for 12 years being okay. uh, being happy with the way he served his mom and dad vithal got happy with him and he came for him it was like that so i so basically i used to think like okay my mom and dad whatever they are saying let me satisfy them uh, let me serve them in whichever way i can so that one day you'll come for me okay <laughs> i used to tell me study up at the study up so i used to be like okay uh, so it used to be like that 
So that thing happened. Then I took sciences after my uh, school. It was easy for me because my score was about ninety four percentile. So whatever college I wanted, I could get. Then also there was a huge drama, you know. Bio, uh, the, my mom that wanted me to be a doctor, and I was like, okay, these people are not humans. <laughs> they used to mm-hmm. cut whatever, like they used to cut uh, cockroaches and whatnot. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I used to be that. It was very inhuman for me. So yeah, and uh, it used to be with me like whenever I went to hospitals or so, I used to just feel very sick. Like I was too sensitive. If I saw somebody crying, I would start crying with them without even knowing the reason. <laughs> so i wouldn't want to be a doctor for sure because these things would happen so i just took sciences because i thought yeah i just loved sciences and mathematics so i just took that then 11th and 12th happened for science but one change happened during my 11th and 12th standard that was uh, when i opted for the 11th standard uh, like before that my school was about 5 minutes away my tuitions were about 2 minutes away so i did not have to spend much time into those things i i had a lot of time for myself and whatever sadhana i did but when i opted for this it happened that somebody in our relatives they kind of uh, told my mom and dad that okay she's taking sciences and engineering and then there there, there is a huge uh, what do you say uh, thing about iits and all so oh no yeah so they <laughs> <laughs> so they put me for some coaching you know and that coaching used to be like so many hours like whole day used to be into that you know i used to get so irritated i did not have time for myself at all like in the morning i had to get up at around 4:30 or 5 and then my uh, lecture used to start at 7 o'clock for that i used to rush from home at 5 o'clock and i used to be like oh my god what is happening with me <laughs> so morning 5 o'clock you have to get out from your home and then evening you are coming at 7 or 8 like my after my uh, iit coaching i had to attend the college and then in college also i opted for computer science and it was like i did not know anything about computer science it was very new to me so it was just like my sadhana took a very what do you say beating in that like i my sadhana was like i had to sit for a for an hour in a place and i i had to do it but then all these things and i i unfortunately happened to meet somebody who i took as a mentor and that guy like i felt like he maybe maybe my my krishna sent me a guru or something like he was into some spiritual sadhana but i did not know like i felt like he is very accomplished or so so he gave me some sadhana and then i was like okay maybe this is the sadhana i am supposed to do ahead so i took up that sadhana and i left the sadhana which my guru had given me since uh, i was a kid i just wanted a guru which is a life guru so because of that i just took it up but then it just did not work for me and i saw what all happened with me like there was so much imbalance like i just told you that i could just read it once and i could just vomit it in the exams and i could stand first in my class <laughs> but now when i uh, i realized in these days like in these three years that just because i changed that sadhana i could see that how it impacted everything like uh, it impacted my studies in a very huge way 
like at first i used to read just once now i had to read multiple times even then i felt like nothing is going into my head and even in exams i felt the difference like my scores came down drastically like in 10 standard i scored around 94 percentile and it was like a piece of cake for me it was nothing but then here if you see i am studying so much and i'm getting no time for myself and, and then if you see in my exams i was suffering like anything and another thing happened with me that is my health went very bad mm, uh, i started having cold and fevers very often very often like it used to be always there and i i started having breathing difficulties like uh, i started traveling like my college was about 2 uh, hours away so i had to travel every day and the air in mumbai is very bad i'll tell you like in our area where i stay in masgaon it's it's quite good but as you move away if you travel by trains and so it's very bad so i started suffering with the breathing difficulties as well as uh, i was suffering with the exams and everything like it everything came upon me like it was a huge pressure not all not in all of my school life i felt like this like it was a piece of cake for me all throughout but now in these three years it was like so much for me and then i realized at some point like maybe after 2 3 years or so like two and a half years or so that no my sadhana took up beating that's why these things are happening maybe this is not the sadhana and this is not my guru <laughs> okay and then i was like i just uh, whatever sadhana my first guru had given me i just resumed with that and it was not easy to resume with that like many things need to break first like whatever we like it's not just about sitting for an hour it's it's, it's in every step you take and everything you do the way you do it everything is uh, has some rules like now in inner engineering the way sadguru taught us there are some five basic rules we always recite in our engineering crash course it's something like that whatever my guru told me it was like i inculcate everything in the everyday activity whatever i do i remember what my guru has said and i do it accordingly that is the foundation so setting up the foundation again it wasn't that easy and it did not come that easy it took time so that happened like it just went away so three years just went away somehow and then i opted for engineering in pune hindavadi college uh, international institute of information technology so in that i took electronics engineering and then till then my sadhana is again taken up a huge flaring like it was happening for me again <laughs> then again it started there i just mm, from the first standard uh, first years itself like uh, my scores went high and i started uh, coming up in the toppers list but then i saw there that uh, in mumbai the way it is cutthroat competition it's not like that there so i just i just wanted to be somewhere average so that i don't attract too much attention because i saw that uh, when when i score very well i attract too much attention and people who uh, might just cause some influence okay can you hold your uh, mic little closer yeah okay are you able to hear me yeah yeah yes yeah, so i just thought that maybe if i attract too much uh, unnecessary attention 
uh, it might again uh, cause trouble in my sadhana like it happened earlier like i told you the mentor which uh, happened to be after my 10th standard so it was mainly because of my scores and all I, I, it was according to my understanding that if you do well into something you will attract some kind of attention and those people will try to whatever guide you or something i could tell mm-hmm. i don't know it's not even guide like they might influence you in certain way so i i was not sure about myself so i just wanted to maintain a very average thing but then i saw it saw there that even though i wanted to be average my score just went high and then i started attracting too much attention and people started like teachers and all they started telling me what to expect from me not just that like even if i did the whatever like they just made up a mind that okay this 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 person is uh, good at this thing and whatever she does it must be right so they didn't even take the efforts to correct me or so So I was feeling like what nonsense is going on. I felt like after first year itself, I felt like dropping out of the college. <laughs> but, then, <laughs> but then I was like, no, this wouldn't, this wouldn't be good because uh, I had these breathing difficulties in Mumbai and I had to travel up and down like two hours or so. I had to travel from the place I lived. There was no college nearby. And if you are taking admissions into Mumbai, the engineering colleges, they don't allow you to uh up for a hostel facility if you are uh, staying in the mumbai in mumbai itself so if i went back to my hometown though so i i i i would have to travel again and the difficulties i had with uh, uh breathing and all it would come back like the air is not good there in in the campus i lived in pune one thing was best the library was awesome like it had huge number of books i just loved it and the other thing was that there are so many trees there uh, like the air is so pristine i just loved it like i i did not feel like i had the issue some days only when i went out of the campus i felt like i had the issue again so i felt like okay this might be the best thing to do right now that i should stay there and complete my education and thing so i just there there like I, my my reason was that okay my health will stay awesome here and i could just utilize the library anyway i was not interested into studies <laughs> so i just i just did my engineering there but then this issue which was there about the breathing thing like we breathe all the time right so if somebody is having a trouble in breathing the it is not uh, that good you know like it's very painful but in in initially when it started i used to think like i i should i should not live or so like i i, I was suicidal then but then my guru again she came back in the right time and our thing used to be like if i had some crazy thoughts in my mind when i used to sit for sadhana something would happen or something would come up which would tell me that this is not the way so when those thoughts occurred in my mind that what's the point in living if you are struggling even to breathe so at that time my guru's book uh, guided me like there was this sentence that even if you uh, end up your life because you are suffering it's not like the uh, suffering will end uh, in your next life it will continue from where it stopped <laughs> oh okay trapped <laughs> I was like okay this is not done it's enough for this mm-hmm. life i don't want another life <laughs> So, so I was 
kind of being calculative okay let's finish it this time itself <laughs> so i just thought like okay if it's going to continue let's finish it now so i just in the beginning i did that like in my 11th standard or so when it started then is then is the time when i thought okay i'll just go about with it whatever happens let it happen i'll just go through it and also the other thing my guru said is that uh like uh, she taught me how to communicate with the dt which i had krishna but mm-hmm. it's like you just you can tell him whatever you want and uh, he'll be always listening and it was like in my experience it was like even in my 10th standard when my mom she kind of it was my board exams and my mom was like pallavi at least during your board exams you can keep it aside at least till your board exams get over you don't do your sadhana that is what she told me and i was like i had this habit that i did not uh, go about replying instantly i did not even know what to say so i just went about it and i was a complain box like if somebody did something like this i would just sit whenever i sat for sadhana i would just complain krishna <laughs> mm-hmm. of course so next day itself it happened that uh the books which i my the sadhana which was given i it was like uh, for 15 minutes i'll do some chanting after that 15 minutes i'll be reading something my guru has written five uh, books in which there are uh, certain stories of uh, saints and sages and seers and kings and whatever so that day the story which i read it was my marathi paper and i went for the paper and that story which was uh, there in the book in the morning which i read that had come for the rapid reading that happened immediately the next day when my mom the previous day she told me this and the next day it happened and then i was like and during the entire 10th uh, standard it happened that uh, we we used to give many papers like uh, the tuitions i attended they used to be like the more you practice solving papers the more your speed will increase and you'll score better so um, i gave many papers marathi papers i had written so many times but none of the times my paper used to complete in the time but during the board exams it completed and uh, i told my mom that see this thing came in the morning i am quite slow in reading marathi because i am from an english medium so i told her that see in the morning i read this thing that's why in the paper i did not t- take much time to read it so my paper got completed so i just told her that see this is the thing i read in the morning it came in the paper you shouldn't tell me that i should not uh, do my sadhana during the boards so once that happened she did not stop me like after that she never told me that i should do it or not so things like that many things like that like this is just one event but things like that kept happening so it happened during my engineering also that i just continued whatever sadhana was given and i'll tell you uh, during my second year of engineering like i was very desperate about getting initiated and i was not initiated okay the sadhana which was given it was given by the volunteers without initiation like initiation was supposed to be taken at the branch main branch which is in uh, belgao so in my second year i told my mom that i dared to tell my mom i was very afraid that what how she'll react because she was not uh, that supportive about it 
So I just told her that I want to get initiated. And the miraculous part is, uh, she contacted the branch which is there in our area, and she got a permission for me as well as herself. Like we both got initiated together. So that thing happened, and then that happened in my second year of engineering, and then I just continued uh, doing whatever sadhana was given. and it was working like anything for me like just how it worked initially during my school days the same way it worked here then once i got graduated uh, i stayed in pune for a few days i was giving gate exams and uh, many exams are there after that like i just wanted to see if i could give uh, like during my engineering i felt like uh, whatever i studied i had many doubts So I felt maybe during gate, if I study for gate, uh, I would uh, clear my doubts about whatever subjects I had. So I, I in Pune only, I joined some institution, and I felt like, oh, this is good because the teachers were too good. Like I felt like that, but whatever they told me, like whatever they tried to teach me, there was I had so many doubts. Even one teacher told me that you are asking so many doubts, you should pay me extra. <laughs> like okay but then i just realized one thing that during my engineering i was blaming my teachers a, a lot like i used to feel like why can't they solve my doubts like they are teachers they are supposed to solve it <laughs> but then i realized after my like after during the gate preparations that it's not about them whatever is given in the book the person who is even writing in the books that guy has also made assumptions it's not like everybody knows everything so that thing i realized after during my preparations of gate like as you go on studying you get more and more doubts like if you are genuinely doing it to know something you are going to get doubts if you are just thinking about uh, gulping and vomiting that's a different thing but i i couldn't i could never do that that gulping and vomiting thing like it was i i had grown averse to it so that thing happened so during that it was a learning kind of thing for me so that thing happened like the gate exams i gave and then afcat i gave like indian air force those exams i gave so, oh okay yeah so in a year and a half uh, 2019 i qualified for the indian air force exams and i went for the interview it was in gujarat my mom came with me <laughs> and then in the interviews it happened that i couldn't call for the interviews further like second round or so i just got out <laughs> then as like okay but when i went there i felt like i had these breathing difficulties even now and uh, felt like oh no like when i went there i felt like it's too strenuous like uh, i saw how it was like the weather and all I I used to always feel like it is setting me back. Like whatever breathing difficulty I had, it was not just about that. I used to have uh, fevers, frequent fevers and cold, and it used to be like uh, used to take me down. Like whatever I could do, the capabilities were so uh, what you say suppressed with that. Like uh, in a week or so, even in Pune, it happened that in a week or so, but for maybe four. Four to five days, I would be having this constant onslaught of cold and fevers, and because of which it happened that uh, I couldn't focus well. Like it came down dramatically. So whenever I used to study, try to focus on something, 
in five to ten minutes, my head would just heat up. So how much ever I have, I would have studied in those uh, in that much time. I had to take a break after that, and then again resume it. So it used to take a toll on them. One thing that happened was because of the sadhana which my guru had given me. One thing happened was that I could remember just once I read, I could remember that. But the thing is, because of this uh, difficulty, it used to happen that uh, I couldn't give much of my time to it. So because of which I was I was telling my mom that mom I should get rid of this because I cannot continue my life like this. It is setting me back so many times. Like it was ridiculous. So even in Mumbai, when I went, uh, I uh, during these preparations, I was I also joined a job. But then in a month, I had to quit the job because uh, it happened. What did you join, Akka? What did you join? Akka? I joined a job in Mumbai. It was okay. related to computers. But then it happened that the health used to take so much toll on me. Like my mom that had to rush me to the hospital in the midnight. Uh, it just flared up. The temperatures just flared up at the night, and they had to rush me to the hospital. Um, and then the doctor asked me to rest for three to four days, like a week. He told me to rest, so I just uh, took holidays and I rested. Like it, I just joined the job, and I had to do this. Like it's not that good, you know. It doesn't create a good impression. <laughs> so that thing happened, and then. I started even losing my interest in the job. I'll tell you when I joined the job, I was like, "Oh yes, now I'm going to do something uh, with my hands." Like it was like uh, in my college, it used to be like uh, I'm not able to do much. It's just scalping uh, and vomiting kind of thing. Here it is like you are actually experimenting with things, actually doing something, some stuff with your hands. So I was quite kind of excited that I'm going to learn new things and do new things and. Going to make things. Then, when when I was uh, at the job, I saw that people who were there with me, they were not that enthusiastic about it, and I had to work up, work with them. As soon as the boss got aside, these people used to do their own stuff and do all the nonsense. I, I used to be like, okay, like to be very frank, that nonsense used to be like everything other than work. So I used to be like. Oh my God, where I where I landed up, and then I just I I was like, okay. Uh, Akka, the mic. Can you hold the mic closer? Yeah. yeah. Uh, am I audible? Yeah, audible. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> so I just thought like, uh, in a month or so, I was so agitated. Like I felt like this is not the thing I want to do. So I just went one day to the boss and I told him I quit. <laughs> oh. Yeah. And then the boss was like. Uh, he he told me like when he uh, gave me the job, he told me I'm not taking you because uh, you have uh, you uh, you are trained or something. He told me that uh, he saw my attitude. I don't know what he was talking about, but then I was like, I wanted to do things, but then I I was like, no, this is not the place. I just I just couldn't take it, and then I just left, and then. Again, I was uh, visiting doctors and all like. Uh, That uh, uh, we were, uh, we have many files in our uh, cupboard. Like uh, whatever we do, na, like it is a trend in our house that we note it down. <laughs> so my father oh. had a uh, like whatever. 
so my father's uh, uh, many files were there so one file just landed up in our hand and it was the file of a doctor which my father visited when he was quite young like in college or so and there we found out that my dad had some allergies similar to mine and uh, uh, he uh, went to some allergy specialist and he got it tre- got it treated there he used to like the same thing what happened with me the breathing difficulty and cold and fevers same thing used to happen to him when he was young this thing my mom did not know no like my dad also did not remember when it started with me so i don't know like they just couldn't uh, put their finger to what is happening with me so when we saw that file we uh, we contacted our grandfather who is in the village in pune so we got in contact with him and then he told us that this used to happen with your dad so i took him to this uh, doctor and i asked him why is it happening so so the whole procedure he told us and then we started finding that doctor and then we got to know that that doctor just passed away in 2017 i was like what is this oh <laughs> because whatever doctors we went like this is almost 8 years span i was suffering through this issue and whoever we went to whichever doctor we went to they couldn't give us a solution um, many of them said that your immunity is not that strong uh, many of them just said that uh, we don't just said that we don't have a solution and some gave me some immunity boosting pills or so but it never worked so so we kind of and then one of my friend used to come to visit me like i had gone to mumbai after years so my school friend came to visit me and she told me like we just sat with gossiping about our stories and then she told me that she had some allergies and she landed up in icu during her uh, college and all but she kind of came out of it so she gave me one of the doctor's uh, address and me and my mom we went there and we met the doctor and then the doctor checked me and he told that uh, he told us something like something he told us like some problem is there with me and then he called us for the examination after a few days and the examination was like this they were going to put n number of needles on my hands and uh, yeah it was oh. it was ridiculous you know like they were going to put so many needles on my hand and the machine was going to do some tests with whatever allergies i have and then they were going to give me some vaccines which were supposed to come from bangalore or somewhere yeah it was oh it was like ridiculous uh, one thing was uh, it was like a lifelong thing and the other thing is like it is so expensive like uh, when they the, for the test itself they said that uh, uh, it was around in thousands like you just go for the test it is like they will charge you in thousands the test will happen and then every 6 months you have to get those vaccines from bangalore that is like something different and this is for a lifelong okay Okay the mic is some disturbance on the mic like oh. some tapping noise like if you could hold it still Okay and now is it okay <laughs> Yeah 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 so yeah, I yeah. was like what is this nonsense like uh, like I am from a family where in like uh, we are kind of confused okay <laughs> Okay okay I got some that noise is there bit, like I don't know what I- Yeah yeah I get yeah. you but now it's So fun. I come from a family wherein I have been taught that you don't waste a penny over something which is not worthy. 
so i was like okay but then even then i thought that okay this problem is taking a lot of toll on my life let's go and uh, uh, get te- uh, get tested but it just happened a day before i was going to get tested that my mom's debit card uh, we were not able to find it and we were trying to call the doctor Oh. and the doctor was not picking up the call like we were calling him frequently oh. and then till the next day he is not picking up the call and then after we just uh, we had some plans to travel so after that day we just called him he was not picking up the call so we just went uh, on the planned trip and so uh, on the third day or so we were in the trip and uh, i got a call from the doctors uh, yeah i got a call from the doctor himself and he is telling us that you di- you wasted my time you did not come that day it's not done so i was like you are an allergy specialist and at this moment when i am trying to call you you are not getting connected if something happened with me because of these allergies and i'm trying to call you nothing happened i would be risking risking my life i just won't come to you <laughs> So yeah, so that was the thing. I even told my mom this. This doctor is so, what do you say, irresponsible. Like if I started those vaccines and all, and if some reaction happened, like these breathing difficulties are not an easy thing. So anything can happen. So you need a constant support. So I was like, I did not. I just took it out of my mind. I told my mom that I'm not going to go to this doctor. Whatever it is, I'm not going. so there was this friend of mine uh, rajeshri so she she i used to see on her post sadguru's pictures and all and then i had seen a few of his videos oh and i did not know what all he did like i i was i was not that curious about it because i already had a guru and then i did some mistake during my 11th standard uh, shifting to some other guru just because i wanted a life guru so i was very cautious about this thing like not to do such stupid things again so <laughs> i was thinking no this is and like i was thinking like not not to go to that path but then it happened that uh, i just saw uh, one of, one of the days i just saw rajeshri's uh, uh, dp and adiyogi uh, the 112 feet adiyogi uh, he i saw his face and uh, she is sitting just in front of him and behind uh, him there are mountains and the whole uh, thing it is so awesome like i was so damn attracted to it like i cannot tell you how much attracted <laughs> i felt like i want to visit this place and then after that i made up my mind that i will go for engineering can you imagine because i made a mind <laughs> and then and then i just uh, uh, i saw a few videos of him and then uh, i i just uh, happened to meet rajeshri once she came home and we had a discussion and then i was like the changes i saw in her like during the college i knew her, her since college and uh, in college the way she used to be and now the way she was uh, she finished her hatha yoga teacher training and uh, she met me after that and the way she was interacting with me ओके इफ 
this thing can do so much to her i want to try it <laughs> so i and i told pushpangi a day earlier that see i have these breathing difficulties because of which i think i'll just go and see if if something happens let's try she, she kind of told me you just go you see you just try it so i just went for it uh, it was there in washi mumbai and uh, seven days of inner engineering i will tell you like i went with my mom okay this thing also i did it with my mom <laughs> and to be very frank i was very surprised because my mom i just told her mom let's try this and my mom was readily uh, agreeing with it and so we we both went and uh, it happened that on the first day it was like i was very open to it like whatever anybody is telling me something i'm very open to it but it's like i will see like if it clicks with me then i'll go along with it otherwise i'll just leave it but i keep my mind open to whatever anybody is saying so when i went there i went with this thing like let's see what he's saying and so whatever was happening there like it was it was most of the thing like whatever ambience was there it was similar to my first guru's place like everything taking from arranging the chappals to the ambience inside everything i felt so similar like i felt like i'm going to that place again like my guru's place and then Mm one thing happened that is on the second or third day I don't remember exactly because it was my mom who told me on the third day that uh, one thing used to happen with me the the indication that my allergy is surfacing was that I used to start sneezing and it used to be mostly because of the air like polluted air so in mumbai to air is everywhere polluted so as soon as i stepped uh, into uh, like when we stay in masgao so uh, and the class was in washi so we had to travel by train and it used to take some one and a half hour or so so during the travel it was obvious that i'm going to get the the allergy is going to surface and the indication was i used to start sneezing so i used to sneeze about like almost 10 to 15 every 10 to 15 minutes i would sneeze <laughs> and this was a common thing for all eight years so i my mom was telling me on the third day hey you're not sneezing <laughs> and i was so used to it like i told you in the beginning i felt like i shouldn't live but then uh, i just told myself that whatever it is i'm just going to live with it because anyway there is no no other way so so that year four now is it okay Yes, Akka. What are you doing oh, with the earphones? Oh, sorry, Anna. <laughs> yeah. So, <laughs> so it happened that on the third day, my mom was telling me, "You're not sneezing," and then I was like, "I, I had to actually uh, become aware of my breath because I used to ignore it. It used to be so painful. Like it used to, my nasal passage just used to heat up, and I used to always have this feverish kind of thing." so i i had to when my mom told me that you are not sneezing i i actually took some time and i concentrated on my breath and i saw that whatever i used to feel earlier like the pain which used to be there while breathing it was just not there and i was breathing uh, quite like i forgot how to breathe normally and i then i was like my breath was uh, what do you say it was deep 
like i used to just breathe on surface it used to be so painful like and here i'm breathing like uh, i'm just breathing i i was so surprised that i'm breathing normally and then uh, yeah that was a big surprise for me and that just happened on the third day i was not even initiated it was a 7 day program so and then again uh, there was one day when we were supposed okay that dis- disturbance is coming yeah. okay now so uh, one day it was like uh, inner engineering seven day thing uh, one day it was like we were supposed to be somewhere and there was a lot of dust in the air and the moment my mo- mom saw that she was like you shouldn't go there otherwise your health is going to go bad because whenever there was dust i used to start sneezing and i used to have cold and fever by the night time i used to have kind of high fever so that thing happened so my mom told me uh, we shouldn't go but then i was like let's go nothing will happen and then we went in and we kind of whatever we were supposed to do we just did it there and even by even during that thing i was not sneezing i was not having trouble in breathing even when i came back home i did not have temperature nor did i had cold and then my mom was so surprised like what just happened to you like nothing happened to you that's great and then i yeah and then <laughs> i i just couldn't figure it out what just happened and then i was just too damn curious and on the last day of inner engineering program the video showed something like yeah, we could go and visit uh, isha yoga center so i was just so grateful to sadguru like issue just went away and i just wanted to see the man because this uh, the, uh, when i did in the engineering it was with a ishanga teacher and sadhguru's photo was always kept there i was like oh, oh my god what just happened and i want to see this man who just uh, took that suffering out like i i now to i couldn't even like since then i i just don't know like it feels like it was never there it is gone to that point so i was i just wanted to see him once so that my inner engineering program it happened in april 2019 and uh, after that uh, i uh, yeah uh, it was in the end of april 2019 and then uh, i was like okay my dad should also do it because my dad also had some issues health issues so i pestered him for a month and then uh, I pester a lot like I'm the only child and I have some techniques of my sleeve so if I want to get something I pester so I did that for a month or so I did that and then he had to take uh, holidays uh, so that he could do the program so he did that and uh, to to be like his experience was uh, on the after the seventh day or so uh, it happened when we started shambhavi it happened that he had for years he had this constipation problem <laughs> and he he was taking these medicines and uh, it was like the doctor used to tell him not to take it every day because it it was making his body kind of stiff or something it was reacting with his body he was taking it for years and we all used to be uh, behind him that not to do it but he used to do that but after shamav it happened that kind of started getting motions and <laughs> in in a few days like 2 3 days he was like i'm not going to eat these medicines and so he, he stopped eating the medicines oh. like he he doesn't face that problem anymore like 
it's just normal for him now without the medicines he's okay <laughs> so that thing happened with him and if you see my dad is like he he will just not like mm, what to tell you he even though he experiences this thing if something doesn't fit into his logic he won't take it even if he experiences things he won't take it mm-hmm. but then this thing it happened that he just uh, now also he continues with his practices uh, he faces the difficulties but the thing is he is uh, sitting every day for the practices and that is quite a blessing you know because uh, i wanted my dad to be out of that so that is one thing and his body has become more flexible like my mom tells me now since i have been in sadhna pada for about 7 months now so uh, i have not seen him like uh, they they came for a few times to isha yoga center then i saw him but like you see them regularly the way they walk and the way they exercise i have not seen him like that but my mom tells me his his body has become more flexible so i just wanted him to be good in good health so that is one thing so i'm very grateful to sadhguru for that one thing is my thing so it's kind of different and then uh, as i told you in april uh, and my inner engineering got over uh, and my dad's inner engineering it got over by uh, june 25th uh, 25th or 26th and then uh, 27th june i boarded my train like i got a call uh, around uh, 20 june or so that uh, like uh, when i was applying for the indian air force like uh, uh, they called me for the interview and so during the same time uh, i uh, got to know about sadhana pada program so it was like i already knew that we don't know that uh, if we will get selected through the interviews or not so if that doesn't happen uh, i wanted to go for sadhana pada because i uh, like i told you i always had this dream uh, one thing is to uh, like uh, like the way vitthal came for pundalik i want the god to come for me and the other thing was i always read in the books that earlier they used to do sadhana like my guru uh, she when she was a kid she was in a family which master with them and uh, she used to do everything like the sadhana and uh, Uh, like it was under the guidance of a guru and like she had a lot of guidance but if you see me i never had that kind of guidance uh, it was just uh, going to the branch uh, doing the sadhana on sundays in the branch and all other okay there is this mu- noise like okay now <laughs> Could you just adjust the mic? Could you just yeah, it's still there. Could you just adjust it or like remove the port? Now, now is it okay? No, it's still there. Like tuck, 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 tuck. It's going. Yeah. No. Oh no, no I don't know what's there. happening. <laughs> no, is it okay? Okay, no problem. Like, how about like you are going to Sadhana Pada, right? Should we do yeah, that part do. two video? Like yeah, yeah, yeah. That will do. Yeah, because this noise is there. I want your that experience to be a bit more clearer because earlier there was no noise, <laughs> okay. but now it's like continuous. So how? Uh, yeah. Yes, sir. So shall we do it like that, Akka? Yes, yes. So Akka, thank you very much for coming on the podcast. So uh, I'll publish this soon, Akka. So anything else that you would like to leave with the oh, no, listeners before we go? <laughs> no. Oh. Okay, so guys, everyone, we'll be doing a part two where Akka will go into sharing of Sadhana Pada. So we'll see them there. Akka. Namaskar, Akka. Okay, thank you so much. Namaskar. <laughs>